Hey everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Well, Brad Williams is still in Brazil, hopefully alive. Uh, he's out there for the World Cup, as we all know. He will be back on July 3rd to resume his life and join me on this podcast. So in the meantime, uh, I decided to call upon a friend of the show and good buddy, Mr. Brent Morin, uh, one of the stars of NBC's Undateable Thursdays at 9 o'clock. You've seen him on Ed Midnight, Comedy Central, Adam Devine's House Party, uh, The Tonight Show, The Conan Show. Uh, Brent's a beast. He's one of my best buds, and uh, we had a great time on this episode. Uh, we talked about more of his time on Conan, uh, uh, some of these weird press interviews that he's been going on, uh, ladies, we had some drinks, and we finished it with a uh, duet um, by uh, an, an all-for-one song. And then we heard Brent freestyle rap, and I tried to uh, rap underneath him, and it was terrible. Uh, but this episode was a lot of fun. Um, uh, Brent's a great dude. Follow him on Twitter at Brent Moore, and follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy. Follow Brad Williams on Twitter at Funny Brad, and see all the uh, World Cup hijinks he's getting into. Um, Follow him on Twitter also because, hey, when he gets kidnapped, uh, I want to know where he's at, the possible coordinates. Uh, I've already uh, prepared in my head mentally that I'm going to have to buy a ticket out to Rio pretty soon here and uh, perform some things sexually to get back uh, my little buddy. Uh, anyway, uh, of course, get all the episodes of About Last Night Pot. Of course, get all the episodes of AboutLastNightPodcast.com on iTunes, Stitcher, or the website AboutLastNightPodcast.com. Of course, get all the episodes of About Last Night on iTunes, Stitcher, or AboutLastNightPodcast.com. Please go to iTunes and rate the podcast. Subscribe to it. Rate the podcast a five-star rating. That will help our numbers climb and, uh, and help to uh, make the show uh, more widespread across the world. Uh, <laughs> of course, uh, Brad and I are on tour right now. Brad, when he gets back, will be at the Ice House on July 3rd at 8 and 10 o'clock. Uh, July 10th through the 13th, he'll be at the Comedy Works South in Denver, Colorado. And July 17th and 18th, he'll be at Hyenas in Fort Worth, Texas. Woo-hoo! Uh, I will be at the Lake Tahoe Improv in Tahoe, uh, Nevada. Oh, yeah. Over 4th of July, July 2nd through the 6th. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, come out, get your tickets at AdamRayTV.com. I will then be uh, at the Punchline in San Francisco, July 23rd through the 26th. And uh, the uh, Irvine Improv on July 15th. Uh, so come out to those shows. All the details on my website at adamraytv.com. Of course, pick up my album, Pop-Tart Suicide. Still, still pretty new. Just came out a couple months ago. Uh, pick that up on my website as well. And, uh, and of course, if you're thinking about starting a business, let me tell you something. We got some friends at mymetalbusinesscard.com. They're killing it. Why have one of those flimsy paper cards that nobody holds on to, that gets ripped and torn, it gets washed in your pants, you can't read the number, you, maybe you got some number of a guy who, who's starting a business, some, some sort of weird fucking you know, smoothie business, right? You end up writing a girl's number on the back and you're like, shit, it got washed. Well, you fucking idiot, you should have gotten MyMetalBusinessCard.com because on that website, you can make your own business cards, stainless steel cards with copper finishes bottle opener cards, black metal cards. They got so many fucking options for you and they're dope looking. They're they're the way business cards should be. Professional, sturdy. They've set out to do one thing, do it better than anybody. And mymetalbusinesscard.com offers you the highest quality metal business cards and custom metal products around the world. They believe their business cards can make a huge impact on your business and personal life. And guess what? They do, because I have friends that use it, and it's fucking turned their business around. All right? So go to mymetalbusinesscard.com. 
tell them about last night podcast sent you and you'll get a discount and uh, and you'll and you'll you'll turn your life around. You'll have your business be better. Your wife will be happier. Happier. She'll probably uh, you know give you more uh, unexpected, spontaneous blowjobs. Uh, you know when you just you get home from work and you're like, ah, oh, what a long day. I could sure go for some some cold beer and some hot pizza. And she's like, really? What about a uh, some cold hands and a hot mouth? And you're like, Woo-hoo, okay, that too. MyMetalBusinessCard.com will get your business on track, turn your life around, and make everything in your life better because that's what they do. And once again, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Tell your friends. Give it a five-star rating. We've got a lot of exciting guests coming up. Tom Arnold, Theo Vaughn, Melissa McCarthy, Doug Benson, Nick Swartzen, uh, uh, Aaron Foley. The hits just keep on coming. So get on board. Subscribe to make sure you get all the episodes. Tell your friends. Tell your family. That's it now. With all the info out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy this special episode of the About Last Night podcast. We miss you, Brad. With Mr. Brent Morin. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a Jew, so why don't you sit down and listen to a no podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself. It's about last night. Yeah. But it, it went okay. And then, the, but the big thing is like, don't interrupt her and don't da da da. And yeah. then I just kind of did more than once and uh, never asked back again. And that's her thing. I get that. Yeah. But when that kind of show was the shit, tough crowd, Colin Quinn. <laughs> Dude, I, when I, I did it, I was just, that. you, t- maybe because you just did it, but like when I was doing it, I felt so like constricted and I was like, no, a show like this should be friends fucking around. Yes. So That's it was like, tough crowd was so great. Tough crowd. If you don't know what tough he crowd was. He couldn't even get through a mono. If YouTube tough crowd, that's all I did. I started YouTubing now that I'm older. That I was like, because I used to watch back in the day, but I yeah. was I was like young and I didn't fucking focus. Yeah. And now I went and when I did Chelsea, I went back and watched it. And they they have a shit ton on YouTube. They got to bring that back. Put it on Showtime or HBO. Have him do that shit. It's the best. Dude, he would do his mono, and it's like pitch black, and all his buddies are on the couch, and he just would fuck up his mono. Yeah. And you just hear in the back, like Patrice O'Neill being like, stupid, you know? <laughs> and way to go, dummy. Yeah, yeah. But it's like he's laughing about it. Yep. And they get so derailed from the topics, and they're just fucking around, and some of the best moments happen. That's it's as like, close as you're going to get to comics, because everybody wants yeah. to recreate. They go, I've heard so many people being like, we want a show where it's just comics. Hanging out and shooting the shit. I was mm-hmm. like, well, first of all, you're never going to recreate that yeah. with a panel with people sitting behind a desk because yeah. that's not how we do it. No. We do it on the stoops of back alleys. Yep. We do it in our cars. We do it um, diners you, and shit. Di- yeah, yeah, like you know, and that's like that'd be a great place for the new tough crowds in a diner. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Close where the comics are in close proximity, but there's not. Um, it's got to let them go. Yeah, because honestly, like the big thing, like with that midnight, I did it once, and. Uh, First off, I've I've decided now when I do those shows, you got to be with people that you're comfortable with. Yes, yeah, it's, it makes it it's night and day. You and, and Ron Funches and Rick Glassman, uh, that was three so of, fun. Yeah, you guys crushed it because yeah. you were all so you just know each other's. It's like yeah, who gives a like, shit? Dude, I'm not gonna piss anybody off. It doesn't matter what I, I say. I felt like I was watching Jordan Pippen and Coach. <laughs> 
You can decide who's who. Uh, Kukoc kind of had a sexy vibe. I feel like secretly Kukoc, he was fucking around the most. Kukoc fucked the most chicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's be Hands honest. Because he was bringing in European pussy. Yeah, and he also he had probably cro- had that like European upbringing where it's like, what do you, pussy? Touch your vagina. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, touch your legs and stuff. Yeah. And like, Jordan's like, yo, she should touch me. And it's yeah. like, oh, come on, come down. Yeah, you might have and Pippin's probably too, a nerd. Little... Pippin's probably sitting there just like, well, yeah, you know, I had four rebounds. <laughs> and like, <laughs> Kukoc is getting blown just before re- the game. Just reciting his stats to himself. I had four rebounds. Just, Scott, you want to come out tonight? I had seven assists. Kukoc. Hey, <laughs> Kukoc was the kind of guy who would... F- oh, this, way, whatever, this, fuck this, it. No, this sentence has never been uttered by a grown man. Kukoc, Kukoc, was, Kukoc, Kukoc was the kind of guy who would fuck like a, a cocktail waitress in Chicago and yep. then bring a, another girl out in front of that cocktail waitress yes. and be like hooking you, up with her and then that cocktail waitress would come out to Kukoc and be like why would you do this to us? And he goes, baby, come down. We all party. We and all she's like, party. And she's like, okay, yeah, yeah no, I get dude. it. You're to survive. Yep. Like he crushed, no way in hell he didn't crush it like no. crazy. He's got, he's got such a persuasive vibe to yeah. him that I think you just want to be on board with the Kukoc. 100%. I don't know why he didn't try to spin off his career into a talk show. Some of these athletes that are going straight to the booth or behind the desk or, Steve uh, Kerr, for Christ's sake. Come on, man. I mean, that motherfucker made a career. Steve and Kerr. You look back at his career, you're like, oh, he just came off the bench and like shot a three. And then picked Killed up five it. championships. Yep. And he now he's be coaching. The... God, fuck is ass. that the right move? <laughs> I don't want to say fucking asshole. I so... love Steve Crew. <laughs> Steve Crew. I love Steve Crew. Steve Kerr is a fucking well, asshole. Steve Crew's an asshole. No, I love Steve Kerr. Hey, Steve. <laughs> Hey, how are you? How come none of these NBA players, though, go into that? Like, I, I would love to see a Charles Barkley talk show. If Charles Barkley took, like, He's amazing. Like the next He'd Phil, be a perfect Phil Donahue, Donahue yeah. you know? Uh-huh. Like, be one of those, like, Maury Povich, like, no he, he athlete. You could do late night, too. Like, I, it, I love, honestly. They would never halftime go I, Halftime, I always left. But TNT halftime is the funniest fucking thing. Isn't it's it? one of the funniest things with Shaq and Charles going at each other and Kenny Smith. It's and so Ernie. long, too. And Ernie's perfect yeah. for them. He's yeah. like, he's the perfect fucking, like, oh, yeah. you can tell he's like, oh, nobody's punching me. Yeah. Like, he'll say whatever he wants. And he's also the only one who really, truly knows how to commentate. Oh, yeah. So it's like, he's he just, just takes he, it back. It's perfect. He just sets up, like, uh, where's a. Uh, uh, t- uh, 15 rebounds in the second half. Charles, is that is that normal? He's like, well, Ernie, Clay Thompson's going to get about four. Ernie, Kobe Bryant, he ain't <laughs> playing yet. Okay, Clay Thompson, who's guarding Kobe? Nobody, because he ain't playing. Clay Thompson, four rebounds. I go into Ray Romano. Can I tell you something for a second, though? <laughs> You're white, and neither of us could do a Michael Caine. You just did a spot on Charles Barkley. Well, I'll tell you something. Oh, well, I can't. Whoa. Oh, who oh, knows? Bad. That was, I can't do that, that shit. That was David you know Schwimmer. I, I can't. David Schwimmer. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Guys, what's going on? <laughs> I mean, so offensive. Fuck. Whatever. So off- Fuck whatever. you, David Schwimmer. <laughs> sorry. 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 I don't know. Oh, we. I have lost at least Great hairline, though. Podcasts. He's got a great hairline. Yeah. Well, what are we going to do, Rachel? Crush it. Oh, why think, would I do that? When you're, <laughs> when you're doing Undateable, do you try to channel some of these sitcom stars? Like, No bullshit. You've got to be on set. I'm not fucking around. I grew up. There were two shows. Like, And this is, the, this is the best moment. This is why you need parents that give a shit. They put us on in the summer, right? They gave us a Thursday, 9 o'clock, back-to-back. You're talking about Undateable. Yeah. It's not necessarily the shiner. You know what I mean? It's not where you come to shine. It's not? Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. the what like fall? Fall. You want to be like you want to be in the mix. Granted, on top of that though, there's not really in this day and age a TV season doesn't exist as much. Yeah. 
You know what people don't process? Uh, a big reason, and I could be way off on this and be hilarious if somebody corrects you when they comment, but <laughs> the reason that fall became like the end-all, be-all yeah. for programming, and this is why people go like in the new fall lineup, is because back in the day, that's usually when they used to release the newest car, and that was a big campaign for advertisers. Oh, no shit. So they would use that as a marketing tool. Within whatever show they had, they'd be like, then here's like an ad for, you know, Ford or yeah. so-and-so. Like yeah, that yeah. was a total marketing thing. But now everything is, is not seasonal. Everything is just continuous and there's so many different businesses and different things and there's different outlets. And so it doesn't – like a season doesn't really apply as much. But in reality, most human beings, especially when they're not in school anymore or they're not working anymore, yeah. are fucking out. Yep. They're not going to be home on a Thursday at nope. 9. Which is why... Even high school kids who yeah. can't really party yet, but, well, let's be honest, and they the, are the, partying. They're, they're funny. Partying. Ecstasy and yeah, Molly. They're, shit. they're, they're, they're on. on a whole different fucking level. I saw level. a kid on Molly the other day. He was fucking licking a hydrant. You know? Ugh. I mean, at least lick a, a bear. <laughs> what? <laughs> that would be the weirdest parent ever. <laughs> are you on Molly? <laughs> yeah, Dad, sorry. No. You go out there, you find a bear, you lick a bear. That's actually a decent parenting tactic. Yeah. Do the drug and have them be, like, put them in a situation. Like, if you're going to do Molly, like, you're going to pick them up from wherever the party yeah. and drop them off in the woods. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, go, yeah. And then they come back and they go, I was terrified. I'm so glad to be home. And you go, yeah, how was that Molly last night? It was the worst thing ever. We, like, <laughs> saw, we think we saw Bigfoot. You probably did. That was actually me in a fur coat and a shotgun. Yeah, I have a lot of time on my hands. hands. Since your mom left. I'm trying to teach lessons. This is kind of why she left, because I find hobbies and I don't stop. (laughs) Remember all those candles? I don't stop. Yes, Dad, I know about the candles. All the candles in the house? And what happens to the candles? They never burn. They never burn away. They never burn away. <laughs> there was a genius plan. You think that Ouija board is just going to fucking sit on that top shelf all, all night? We're pulling that out tomorrow. <laughs> Yankee candles shut us down. Guess that I know because if you burn away the candle, like you'd only sell one candle. I'm like, well, you don't correct me. <laughs> Your mother was a saint. I didn't ask about mom. Yeah, she's a good woman. She's a good woman. Good woman. Good woman. You Dad, are number? you drunk? I'm a Molly. I got to be honest with you. I mean, what the fuck else? I'd be in a bear costume with a shotgun. What's your mom up to? these days by the way she good she good she still fit she She's look good what you gotta ask their fit dude what a weird conversation to have as a, <laughs> as a dad like when you get set to ask your kid like how's mom looking because like the yeah, kid yeah, now yeah. you have to now you're asking the kid to evaluate the sexuality yeah. of his mom oh man you are uh you, still you're together? a parent of divorce yeah parents you're a parent of wow. divorce oh thank you man I feel you I'm worse. I'd be the worst fill in <laughs> for Larry King or Pierce Morgan. You're be a like, parent. Brett, so you're a parent of divorce. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Take it back. Kid of divorce. Oh, dude, I'd be terrible yeah. at this job. What's your question? Well, like, what was that? Did you have to deal with any of that? Like, Kevin? <laughs> Yeah, I'm bad at this. I'm bad at this. The most drunk, insensitive. This way. is why I can no. never have a podcast. By the way, oh, because be great. I'd be fucking. No, I'm good at like just ranting, but yeah, like yeah. the idea of being like, so is that like what? Like, yeah, yeah. What do you? Do you know what it'd that? be like that Chris Farley sketch on SNL Hilarious. where he's like, oh, Paul McCartney. You remember the Beatles? Yeah, yeah. So uh, when you were in the Beatles, and uh, yeah, that was pretty sweet. Cool, right? huh? Yeah. Oh, Stupid. God. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that man. I wish they made it like that. Still. Not, you, sorry, Lauren. Fuck. <laughs> Why are we going to everybody in NBC? Yeah. Brooks Whelan's on that show. He's a good friend of ours. He's great. Love Brooks. Yeah, hopefully get, Fantastic back. guy. He's fucking coming back. He's got to. Hopefully. I mean, I don't know why I'm acting like I'm running the show. He should. There. He should. You know what's funny? I he did should. a show. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld. Now I'm going at Seinfeld. Like, everybody at NBC, I'm just attacking right now. Wait, wait. So you, we, we started talking about your press Oh, well, that's what I fucked up on. Yeah. Okay. There's two things we got away from. 
One. Let me just Press rem- thing. Yeah, let me just remind people who's here. Brent Morn, star of NBC's Undateable. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea Baby Bailey, Bird. Uh, Ed Lemonhead. Midnight. Lemonhead. Yeah, that's, that's, that came from Ed Midnight. <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah, that thing won't stop either. My podcast partner, Brad Williams, is in uh, Brazil uh, for the World Cup. And uh, you know what? There's a 60% chance he's not coming back. So this is... It's a fucking dangerous place. People a, act like it's Disneyland. That's a terrible place also, to go. Also, hey, a man. Person. A midget pops up anywhere. People turn their heads. In yeah. a foreign country, when the so, riots and, and the things that are possible yeah. with soccer crowds, um, like I said, there's a lot of things sexually I might have to do uh, out there to, to, get, him to get him back. Um, and this is a real... This will be a true calling our friendship into, uh, into question. Because yeah. when, when I get out there... Right, I'm assuming I'll have to fly out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll go business class. Get yourself first. <laughs> I mean, you're about to suck a dick. <laughs> but, I mean, you who knows ask. what the Brazilian? Who knows what? Who knows what the Brazilian? I feel like there's got to be some different things. Though they're not going to have you just suck the dick. They're going to be like, no, you got to dance while you do dance it. Dance while you do it while the dick's in your mouth. Yeah, and Jesus. they do a circle thing. It's like oh, the, it's like God. the Jewish thing with the chair up, but it's like no, it's just a bunch of like Hilarious. like Brazilian people just doing this shit with their hands. Nobody yep. can see my hands, obviously. All taping, but you know, doing like the whole like twisty cup thing. Yep. Whatever offensive thing I'm trying to say, <laughs> just picture them doing. However, that. you get a midget back. Imagine, imagine <clears throat> if you if I just happen to be going through the woods and I walked out and heard like dun, 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 and I see a circle and you're just sucking a dick and you have you're on your knees over you have to pivot keep piv- pivot that's a way. David Schwimmer callback and only so people are going to get that one of the funniest scenes ever and you're just pivoting sucking a dick of a, like a decent dick not even a good dick by like the way a sucking dick. a dick already terrible having to pivot on yeah, top yeah, of yeah. that while like, people are going like Dole batupa. oh god I've, is that Portuguese I know that's what they speak there <laughs> Was that Portugal Michael? people are not happy with Brazilian people. They're not happy and at all. And that is a rumor I just started. We'll be right back. <laughs> that's why I, I can never be done. on CNN. <laughs> oh, that's what happened on the press tour. Yeah, yeah, all right. So the press tour, the whole thing, you do a satellite thing, and you just have the same questions every city. And so I started saying, uh, somebody was like... What are some of the th- similar questions that come One up? of the questions, the key question people ask is, why should people watch Undateable? This oh, is before God. the show That's aired. That's a heavy question, man. Yeah. So I said, Russell Crowe is in the pilot. Awesome. <laughs> and Chris goes, Chris D'Elia goes, uh, uh, actually, no, he's not. I go, or is he? That's the question <laughs> you're going to have to watch. He may or may not be in it. Yeah. So it was like, when I was with him, he kept going like, no, obviously he's not in it. I go, or... Maybe he's in the pilot. You should see what happens. Russell Crowe, Gladiator. Yeah. I decided, like, there's so many of these, you get so bored. And how many interviews in is this? Are you starting to just go, All I right. probably did, like, over 100 of these. Like, what? you start... That's actually an exaggeration for sure. <laughs> probably <did> 30. What <laughs> the fuck am I talking about? Uh, well, no, because you wake up, and then they make you do a, a radio tour, which yeah. is the thing, you get up at 5 a.m., and it's from, like, 5 to, like, 8 a.m., and it's Jesus. just radio, 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 and they put you on one call service, and it transfers you to radio, radio. So I started saying, like, Russell Crowe will be in this one, and this guy will be in one. I at no point NBC it. chimes in and goes, yo, Brent, um, no. we talked to Russell Crowe's people, and uh, well, because what I would he's say for to sure s- not doing the show. <laughs> well, what I say was I would go, like, Russell Crowe may or may not be in the show. I'm not saying he's in it, but he may be in it. And it's that up to you, completely... and you can't sue me. That's what I would say. Yeah. And I kept saying Russell Crowe. I don't know why Russell Crowe is my go-to, but I was like, because guess what? He's never Brad Pitt has guest starred on Friends. Yeah. Russell Crowe hasn't guessed. You've never seen him on. He's hey, never going to coming be up on Two and a Half Men. He need to be Russell Crowe is the wacky nah. neighbor. Yeah. 100%. But how great would that be? And guess what? The idea of it makes people want to tune in. Honestly, I asked Conan O'Brien to be on it, and. uh well, you just told me to stop talking to him, but uh, but <laughs> I saw really? him at the gym. Yeah, because I saw him at the gym when we were working, and he was like, "How's it going?" I was like, "Good." I go, and I said, and I fucked up because I figured you just out. Got a good rapport with him. 
Yeah, I do. Yeah. We have a good rapport. Yeah. I used to be his production assistant. I filled his car with gas and shit. And he's yeah. super great to Cut me. Cut to then, like you told him the last time you were here, that you were at the upfronts and talking to him. And he's just yeah, like, anything yeah. you need, fucking let yeah, me know. Yeah, he was like yeah. the greatest. He's the greatest guy. And I was just a guest on his show recently. So I did full circle. Yeah, it was, it was, great, like, it was an awesome, awesome time. And he was so good to me. But uh, I told him he should be on the show and play my dad. And I was just like an improv thing. And then I realized, oh, shit, I probably shouldn't have said that because I'm like an adult. And that's my... Either way, I've decided what nah, I want on the play. Trust your instincts. Here's what I want on the play. I shouldn't give it away. I don't give a shit. I just think you should play him and Larry King because I did Larry King too. We did that. That was a crazy fucking thing. Yeah, talk about that next because that's like when Chris told me you guys were doing that and he was – and you know, Chris, Chris doesn't give a shit. He doesn't give He's a shit. He's the coolest he just, guy. He just was like – I was nervous as fuck. Chris was like, yeah, we're doing Larry King. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, and yeah. he just like threw it away and I go – Throw it away. He goes, yeah, I guess it's pretty cool. He's got a show again. I go, again. It's incredible, it's Larry man. King. He's the best interviewer ever. Also, presidents, everybody. This motherfucker – Knew all about us, and he was cool because he's like a comic. I don't know if you know this about him. Yeah. He and but he's not a stand-up. Like he says, he kind of did it back he's in the day. He's got great timing. But now he does it, and it's like it's he does it in Vegas, and it's stories. It's all stories of yep. his life and shit, which obviously you want to hear. Yep. I used to stand in for him at Conan. I what? like I used to stand in for Larry King when That's he wasn't right. there for camera. I was a stand-in, and I told him that I was like, dude, you Conan. Hey, I used to work there. He goes, yeah, I love Conan's a great guy. And I was like, yeah. He goes, I'll be there in a couple weeks. I'm doing something in the rafters. I go, yeah, man, I know. I used to be up there. I used to be your standing in the rafters. He goes, oh, get out of here. I said, and then I was like, I didn't give a shit. For some reason in my head, I just don't filter. So I was like, I was like, yo, you got to come on the show. And he goes, you get a season two, we'll talk. And I said, you know what? You and Conan, and this comes back to Conan, should come in as Larry King and Conan hammered out of their minds. And it's like they just happened to stumble on the bar. Someone in the bar. And I'm like, and I'm just like, God damn it, O'Brien, get out of here, King. Get out. We just told real, you last time. Just real quick. It just like, and they can fuck around and improvise and just get shitty, throw a chair or something. Then we kick them out and then we get right back into the scene. How fucking come funny on, would that man, be? That's a great and we go, idea. By the way, Danny, don't. And then we get back into it and they're like, did fucking Larry yeah, King and Conan has to just come stop in? stop and rewind the DVR. That's literally been in my head. I've been saying it to Bill, and Bill's like, Brent, stop talking to me about season two. Let's get season two together first. But, you know, he's just, I'm like, I'm talking Yo, like extreme guest stars. Brent, that's a great idea, dude. <laughs> I said, Larry, you're coming on the fucking show yeah, but that's how with those, Conan. <laughs> that's how those guest stars work, man, the relationship. Like, yeah. When Whitney had Chelsea uh, Handler on her uh-huh. show, like, it's because of that, uh, you know. Because I got a thing. Yeah. Also, Conan shoots next door to us. That's the craziest thing. I've, I said it on the last one, probably, but it was like, the fact that we're neighbors. That's so easy lot, for him, dude. And that I'd be like, dude, just come over. You don't have to fucking. All, here's the scene. You walk in hammer with Larry King. Then we have to kick you out. How long it takes us to get you out is up to you because that's yeah. how we shoot. People don't know that. That's how we fucking shoot is like Chris and I, we just had an episode where uh, like they, they post clips on YouTube. You can find it. We had an you episode. all up on Hulu too. Yeah, all over. The, yeah. That's and awesome. We have this thing where it's like Chris and I did this whole like Italian thing talking about a move and it was with, like a tiny mouse. Hilarious. And, like, I saw that clip. That scene was improvised. Like, Top to bottom. Completely fucking improvised. And here's where it comes from. It stems from a joke. And this is how, what this is how funny Chris is. That I, I guess he just fucking buries ideas he has. Because I just I retain everything. Yeah. I just happen to remember shit. Yeah, even yeah. to the point where Chris goes, "That's creepy that you remember all these things." When I was at the Haha as a teenager, Chris was first starting doing. Like he was about a year in in, in stand up. You just moved none out of here. A, yeah, none right. of us. Yeah, none of us were fucking nobody. Everybody's a nobody. Yeah. Chris was just one of those guys that got up right away. It was really good. And but he did this bit about Italians, and they always talk like they're holding a tiny mouse. And so then That's the right. script, they did. It was like an old bit. And then, so Chris uh, 
they wrote in the script because Chris does like in a previous episode he goes like I'm gonna have to use a bad Italian accent yeah, like because yeah. he, he does those bad versions yeah. of accents and he knows it they're like cartoony and yep. they're funny because yep. it's weird because they're kind of like shit is that good and also it's cartoony yeah yeah so basically what happens is Bill comes out and he goes so we uh, wrote this Italian shit in there uh, you figure it out and it'd be like it'd be like one the line was just supposed to, you have to say it in an Italian bad Italian accent <laughs> and then I go like oh move like da 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 <laughs> and then I said to Chris he goes. And then Bill's just like, we just put that in there so you guys can play with it if you want to do something. It was the last episode we taped, too. And I said to Chris, I go, Chris, you know what you have to do, right? I don't have to tell you. He goes, what? I go, Italian mouse, the tiny mouse. He goes, the fuck is that? I go, the mouse bit they used to do. He goes, dude, oh, amazing. shit, you're right. And he goes, oh, fuck, why do you remember shit like that, dude? I'm like, how do you not remember the tiny mouse thing? So then we do it, 10 minutes, fucking probably 10 minutes of and bill never cut and we just kept going they so as soon as he got as soon as it came out of him he just like went right he did this and then there was a whole thing he goes it looks like you're holding a street rat it needs to be close and so we talked about street yeah. rats then it was like and then there's this whole thing where i keep looking back at the door like i shouldn't do it but then back at her they had to cut it for time obviously because we literally would do things that's bill would awesome. just let us go that's why he's the best fucking dude yeah. ever but he would let us that's go. also why you're getting the best stuff man yeah because these scenes are so great because yeah. like you know he's he's like all right if we have 10 minutes of fucking and the scene that's going to be 20 gotta, seconds. Yeah, you got to find it. Yeah. And he made it two and a half minutes of television. It's just this fucking tiny it's mouse fucking shit. awesome, man. And it's the kind of shit that I say, like, that's all you got to do with guys like Conan and shit. And tell them, like, yo, just come in. Yeah. Don't worry about, like, oh, we're 10 over. I'm not lying to you. I've heard that the first cut of our shows, of, like, the first cut of, like, yeah. edited-wise, are, like, over 40 minutes every episode. That's awesome. <laughs> and they got to cut it to 22. That's awesome. Because of how much we just fucking... Melt this shit out Yo, the of it. You got a live audience. There's That's what so I said. Shit on the you got to put so much shit on there. There's so much fucking stupid. The shit. blooper reel they posted was hilarious. It's great, and I'm telling you, that's probably a third of the amount of bloopers that we had. There's w there's so many other fucking bloopers. It's absolutely ridiculous. Hell yeah, dude. Let's get fucking weird. You just passed the kettle one. I just slid like, a bottle of kettle one. You know what that the... says? That's like the one you're like, ah, oh, fuck. I, you know what? I don't want kettle. <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> like, give him the kettle. God damn it. Oh, wait. No, there's another thing. Yeah. Wait, okay. So, so, so I did the Russell Crowe thing. Yeah. No. And then get to, to swoop back into the, do you ever emulate anybody that you saw on TV? Yeah. So. Because you're on it. Because let's, let's be honest. You're on the Warner Brothers set. We're yeah. friends. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 everybody loves Raymond? No. There's a ton of fucking. How did I do that? Golden. <laughs> How did I just drink vodka straight like that? Listen, we're getting loose. Guys. What, are, what are some of the? There's so many classic shows that have filmed on the lot. Oh, dude, they on. have. I mean, well, ER. That's why we have a basketball Jesus. court because of George Clooney. He had to go around and petition for. Remember it. that it's theme one of the song? ER. Oh, oh, I thought. Oh, we watched two different ERs. I watched the cartoon. Watched the cartoon of. We need more. Was that Julian? We need Margulies? more gummy bear stat. <laughs> it was great. Yo, actually, a cartoon kid show like a like a like it's Doogie Howser meets ER meets Magic School Bus. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a cartoon. Uh, you kid make it, doctor but show. there's like, but you have like like a lion's a doctor, and you have like the the fucking. But it's it. all like the problems I you have. It. You pick an animal for a race, and then but then like some shit really goes down where it's like blood, and it's like there's a two minute scene of like stat, and you yeah. just kind of like. Do the animals oh, know what fuck. to do though, or are they? Actually... Yeah, they they're good. They know the lingo. It's all jokes, and be like, should we do a silly dance? But then it's just like we we got a heart attack. Give me the CC, you yeah. know. And then it's just like, and then they lose somebody, they cut them open, and you're like, we lost them. On next week's Animal Time, or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> wow. Animal Time. For sure going to spend at least 10 minutes coming up with a better title. This is why, I'll tell you right off the bat. It's almost like Care Bears meets Doogie Howser, because the Care Bears were healers in a way. Because they would fucking pelvic thrust towards yeah. you. Look at me. Yeah. 
Wait, it's almost like what? Animal Time? <laughs> you know what? It, Don't I was going to say, I was saying what was funny is it, it's kind of like, uh, this is what's so funny about, like, okay, let me tell you a thing. I don't know if I, ever, I said this in the last one. Yeah. This was like the definitive moment for me in comedy that I realized. I realized it in two different terms. Okay, so there's two people in my life that have really affected me comedically. Conan O'Brien, of course. Yep. He was a mentor to me without knowing it because Conan taught me about the professionalism of comedy. Like he treated it like a job and not in the way that he hated it, but in the way he's like, let's get to work, right? Which is yep. good because a lot of times as a comic, it's, you have the ability to procrastinate for the rest of your life. Procrastinate and also just like have this attitude of like everything's so fun yeah. and free that I don't have to put any preparation. Yeah, in you'd be like, oh, I'm going to we'll show up to out. the club and just mm-hmm. wing it. Yep. It's like, man, wing parts of it if you're like in the moment. Yeah. But go up with a plan. And like Kirk Fox even threw that into me about like three, four years ago where he was like, I went up there and I didn't have a map. And he was like, dude, I always go up with a map of what I'm doing. He's like, yeah. these people are here. Like they're waiting on you to bring like, don't yep. go up there and be like, what do you guys want to talk about? Like, nope. no, yeah. you know, have an so, idea. And that was the thing with Conan. Conan that every day. Because huh? he's a master improviser, like a master. He's the definition of a comedic genius. I've never met somebody who understands the idea of writing something mixed with the idea of knowing how to like. Anybody could do anything at any live show, and you're done. Because and, and he'll make you laugh as well. Yeah. And I watched him like it was art, but in rehearsal he was very much like, "What's next?" Okay. And like he's somebody who was like, "Let's do this," and then he does it right away. He has to. And then, you know he's Harvard, and I, I guess that's probably why I went to Harvard because he's sure. a worker. Yep. So I kind of took that from him. I was like, "Oh, he doesn't just go off the rails. He has an idea." And then sometimes I always felt like, and I don't know if this is real, I can't. Sometimes I feel like he would put bad mono jokes in on purpose to have the ability to improvise just to have fun in the mono because yeah. he likes to play, you know. So I, I don't know if that's that. Don't quote me because I don't know if that's real. And our mono writers, like Brian Kylie, is one of the greatest joke. I've never. He's the head mono writer for O'Connor. Ne- yeah, I've nice. never. He's unfucking believable at those. I first off, I could never do a mono joke. You know what a mono joke would be for me? No. One joke for five minutes because that's literally how I write my act. You you have to wait five minutes to laugh. <laughs> yeah. Like you can't. There's no way in hell I'd be able to do. I tried once. I was like, it was like so in the news, da da da. And I was like, bad, bad. I'm swearing. Yeah. I what would you? Dick. I was like, literally, like there's nothing. <laughs> it's such an art that I can't fucking do. But that was one. And then Bill Lawrence telling me the first time I walked in the audition for him, he goes, listen, uh, we got a script here. Uh, have fun with it. You could probably make it funnier. And that's somebody who's so fucking successful. So he had no ego in it. And then the definitive moment I had in comedy was this. So this is something, whatever, it doesn't matter. I'll say it. Nope. So this is the greatest thing because yep. it was just off the shit that we were just doing about like a cartoon. Yep. It reminded me of this. So I'm on Conan. I'm a set PA. I'm sitting there and they had somebody coming in that they couldn't tell me who it was. It was a whole fucking thing. They're like, and I said, well, who is it? Who is it? And they said, you can't know. Even my boss, who's the greatest guy ever, Steve Hollander, reason I have a fucking job in television, to be honest with you, because he let me leave all the time. Yeah. Uh, literally, was like, can't tell you, can't tell you. And I never knew my place, so I finally was like, you got to fucking tell me, Steve. This is killing me. He goes, oh, fine. Okay, Will Ferrell is coming on the show to announce Anchorman 2. I remember that. And that was a big moment. Yeah, and they literally, nobody's supposed to know, can't be in the press. Not even the cast knew that they were doing Anchorman 2 officially. Whoa! Like, this was like, that. that's what I was told. Like, it's supposed to be like a moment. They probably did. Conan like, knows, though, right? Yeah, the idea yeah. was he's going to come on Conan because they're really good friends and they love each other, that they were going to announce it and he was going to come out as Ron Burgundy and like play jazz flute with the band. He did it, right? So the greatest thing I had was now I'm in a room 
I'm not in a room. I'm on the stage with basically the camera guys, the director, the producer of the segment, me, because I got to be there for no fucking reason. Shouldn't be there. But I get to watch Conan and, and Will talk. And the greatest thing is like, that's Will's character. Will's also the definition of a comedic movie star. Like, he is the guy that you're going to look at and go, like, that dude is timeless in yeah. a sense, you know? And he is literally going to Conan. He goes, So, what do you think is funnier? And they start going back and forth, going, like, what we, oh, 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 what if we do this? Oh, and then people laugh and they go, no, 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 no. What about, oh, oh, what about this? What about, the point is, is like, they didn't even know exactly what to do yet. It's exactly how you'd plan doing a sketch. Like, or you and I talking about like that fucking bear, like ER show where you're just going back and forth and you, till you figure something By the way, out. I think that's the title. Yeah, bear ER. <laughs> <laughs> but like in general, it was that same thing. And I, Cause you think like, these are two people that are millionaires that are legitimately the definitions that of you comedic think just geniuses. Always know what to always do. know one, and then two. Will that's your character? That's your thing. Conan has nothing to do with Anchorman, yeah. but and to look asking. at Conan and be like, "What do you think? What do you think? Yeah. What do you think's funnier?" And the Conan to be confident because they're friends and know what this shit is to be like. I think it's good if you come from here. He goes right out the door yeah. at that point. Yeah, you know? and then Will is like, yeah, 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 I should come from here. And then I do this. And he goes, oh, and then you do this. He goes, oh, and then I do. And it's like, yeah. that shit, I'm watching this. I'm going like, this is how you make a sketch. This is how fucking you sit and take a YouTube well, video. Well, that's, that's how you get the best product, where yeah. you, th- you throw your ego out the door and you, and you have the selfless attitude. You have of, to. Of knowing that, like, even at that level, we have to be collaborative. And we yeah. can't, like, I can't just go, well, I'm Conan and this is my show, so here's what you should do. And yeah. we're going, well, this is my character. They're both like, how can we get the best out of what's like... Let's they- figure it out. Let's fucking work together. I respect you comedically. You respect me. And it was like, the, like seeing that is like... Was anybody else chiming in or was it just them two it sitting there? It was just them two and then... Yeah, it was basically them two. People just watching and all like, oh, here's two guys who happen to be 6'4", like talking so it even look more godlike. And they're just talking comedy and literally figuring out the funniest way to do something and being like, no, 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 no. What about this? And, you know, and they'll be like, oh, yeah. what if you do this? And you see it build in Those are amazing you. moments. Think about like, great. like in music. Like the, I mean, like my, when Michael Jackson was probably, uh, you know, sitting in a room with, um, I don't know, who do he collaborate with? Magic Johnson? Justin Timberlake. Timberlake, yeah. Yeah. Dude, it was like like it, who's and just being in, you know in the same uh, putting yourself on the same level with somebody without being like, you know what? Like I've done a little bit more shit. Like I kind of know. Uh, well, that's why Conan's the best, man. Dude, honestly, Conan. But then the idea of like the mix of why I brought Bill up in that when Bill walked in and I was a PA getting called for somebody and he liked my stand-up enough to say, and this is a guy who's had success show after success show. The first thing he says to me is, "You could probably make it funnier." And then to watch Conan and Will have that back and forth repertoire, that yeah. whole thing of being like, what do you think You pocket that in your head, right? And then it made me think like, oh, that, that's what it is. You have to believe. You can't have an ego in comedy. Yeah. Comedy is built on no ego. The second you – Gary Shandling said something that, that resonated with me, and it was in an interview I think with Ricky Gervais. And it was the funniest well, – not the funniest, but it made a lot of sense to me. He said the second – you're at the party and you feel comfortable is the second you're not a comedian because there's something about having that ability to think something could fail. That was like the big thing that I always realized at Conan. Like I always say this, like 
Because people ask me, I'll have like newer comics at the comedy store ask me, like, do you ever get nervous anymore? And I go, yeah, I get a little fucking, I get, I don't get like nervous Selfie. on stage, yeah. but I go like, oh Before shit, you go up, could this fucking go to hell? And it's like it, that. As thing. soon as you lose that, it's over, man. Yeah. I, I was telling, dude, that's so crazy. I was telling somebody like two days ago. I was like, uh, I was like, I always allow for a little bit of like this could go terrible because it makes me raise my game. And Coney yeah. used to say this. He said this on this some Comedy Central thing where he was like, uh, what makes comics great is like we're all being sucked into like this black hole, you know, yeah. like because of whatever demons we have or whatever or just the lifestyle and the grind of it all and he goes mm-hmm. it's the fight like how hard you fight to claw out from being sucked into that that's what makes you great yeah and so and you know and the people who end up like shit end up killing themselves or just like succumb to addictions yeah. or, or some or, or you know they get sucked in by it and it's, it's too powerful but like the the great ones are the ones that just really like you uh, find a way honestly the way I, I people ask me about everything going on and this year in general would be like a daydream come true has it been like, the best year of your life it has, but it's also been like, you know, you 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 sit there and you go like, here's what I always say. Like I said this, I was just delirious because I've been going out and doing like weird interviews and like recently like from the road and then having to go to like, hey, go to St. Louis and talk to a local reporter. And I, I Are said you settling into that too, by the way, or is it like still all kind of like... Um, I'm starting to. I'm starting yeah. to get comfortable in... It's like anything. It's like stand-up taught me that you're not going to be great at something right away, either writing, acting, anything. Like you kind of have to learn how to like... It's all practice. So yeah, I mean, like, how much training did you have before this fucking job? I mean, it's I was in dateable. film school, so I, I, I would so write, direct, and act film. and shit all the time. But as a professional level none yeah and the only thing i had and this is why i feel this worked out well for me uh i didn't process it until i was doing it but a multicam sitcom is amazing one because it's like a great day job if you ever complain about being on one if you ever hear an actor complain about it punch him in the face because there's nothing fucking better in a day you job. hear that betty white yeah yeah betty calm the fuck Old down girls was a great we gig get it. Uh. everything hurts <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Betty. I'm sorry. You're fantastic. Also, you have an age. Hey, I'll do a hot in Cleveland. Uh, no, but being a stand-in on Conan was harder than me having to perform on this show for this reason. Because everybody at Conan is an East Coast guy like me, and they were all like dudes who've been with him for years, and they know their job so well. And my job on Conan as a stand-in was to cold read cue cards on multi-cam setup right. and hit a mark. And it was like once I got on the sitcom, and I can't act. You can't act on a fucking on Conan. On Conan, I was like I had to be like the cool jock who's in the play. Yeah. Where he's like he really wants to do it, but he can't because his friends are watching. Yep. So he does like the cool voice. Where he's like, yeah, no, where art thou? You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's like you can't like give too much. Right. So it was like that same thing. Then once I did like I was so nervous when I came in on that pilot because I'm like this is fucking real. And then once I walked out there, I was like. They were like, oh, Brent, you're going to come over here. And they had the tape and the mark. And you hit the mark. And then da, da, da. I go, yeah, I hit the mark. You look over there. That's the camera. And I'm like, yeah, Jesus. No, you never did this. And I go, holy shit, I have done this. This is Conan. This yep. is literally multi-camp setup. And it's like, but the difference is now I'm the actor. And I can't be embarrassed if I'm trying to act. Yeah. So it was like easier for me. So the transition for me was fucking fantastic. Well, you're on set. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, I've done this for three years. I was like, I can do that aspect of it. So I lucked out in that regards, like hitting the mark and also knowing – I worked with the crew for three years, so yep. I understand what the crew's thinking. I understand like when they want to move on, you know, because yep. actors don't process that, you know. So I'd be like, I'd see them be like, ready to move on, because you can't be as a as an AD to be like, hey, fuckhead, fucking move on. <laughs> yeah. So I'd be the one to be like, hey, fuckheads, let's move on. Oh you know? shit. Because you got to do that sometimes. Yeah. But we had a also. I'm looking like I'm about to shoot a national television show, and I'm literally looking at one of my best friends in the world, Chris. And it's like I'm immediately comfortable because yeah. it's like fuck it. Because if I fuck up, he'll tell me and he'll make fun of me and then I'll be comfortable. And it's like so that comfort 
of having him or looking at Rick. It's like that's there. I had nothing like. That's also like a huge advantage. That, uh, I'd was, say ninety-eight percent of actors who get on shows don't have that luxury. You you're never out. do. Like you guys have, uh, uh, you specifically. Yeah. Chris has been on shows before. He Rick, has. first one too. First one. Uh, yeah. But I mean, like to be that a. Also, every, the whole experience of being on a show and everything that comes with it, with all the press and all the uh, shit you have to do, like, you're just in that situation with, A, people you know, and also Chris has done it, so, like, you trust that he's going to always I'm literally looking, steer the ship a little bit. You know bit. what it's like? It's like if you and I were sitting on stage, you're most comfortable when you're sitting up there with your friends. It doesn't matter if you're playing 14,000 people. You're oh, like, yeah. fuck it. Let's do it. Like, Because yeah. if it fails, hilarious to us. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, well, that was fucking train, right? Yeah. So it's like when I'm sitting there nervous, and then Chris is like, hey, dum-dum, you ready? And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. It's, I'm, I'm hanging yeah, on yeah. my boys. Just, like, yeah. Let's just fucking make a show. It also lessens the importance of it, which I think is always great. Yeah. Like The more you can like, not treat something like it's bigger than it is yeah. you know it makes you more uh you also had this like luxury i had the luxury too chris just got done doing one of these so i had the luxury of he was very very instrumental and he has been in my career in general because i've known him since i was 19 18 years old you know and he's you know far older than me and yeah, chris uh chris is 56 let's fucking we're, we're, we're gonna give a quick shout horribly. out happy birthday to chris Delia. ed crystalia on twitter shoot yeah, him yeah, a yeah. hashtag he doesn't need any more followers never looks so good <laughs> He's fucking done. I mean, he's killing it now. How many does he have now? Fucking, he. You know what he has? He has three hundred. Who gives a shit? <laughs> That's what he has. He washed up. How, have you got hey, more from the show? He washed up. <laughs> I think I got more from At Midnight than I've gotten from the show. To be no honest, shit. I got like three thousand from At Midnight. Yeah, like and That's then, incredible. And I get a steady amount a day from from the show but yeah. like at midnight is a that's the place to be apparently Shit. i mean they trended us like they actually honestly i think they you are, guys are great on love line too i texted you guys about oh that. yeah 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 that was i listened on the plane back from budapest man and was laughing at fucking like two in the morning dude high on a valium that's where rick fucking kills it by the way so rick funny, is dude. great i hope we get a season two too because there's a whole aspect of people don't know rick glassman plays burski on the show he legitimately has like there's a whole he has his people this, loved his episode do you listen to his episode of this podcast no if you get just a down hour traveling to put it on your phone man he it was just like he just goes yeah he doesn't rick care. In his element he never changes he is who he is i don't know if i ever told you tommy met conan did i tell you that yeah but I did you tell it on this i don't know if i told you well, fine. I'll reiterate so, yeah, it very yeah. quickly. Yeah, yeah. So we're shooting the pilot. I said, let's go over to the Conan office and see some people. We go over and see some people at the Conan office. Um, <clears throat> Conan happens to be there. He's like, come into my office, boys. He brings me and Rick into an office. Rick's dad sells area rugs. Steve Glassman, get that shit. Cleveland, Ohio, if you don't, <laughs> fuck you. Point being, he knows what he's doing. So we're sitting down. I'm looking at his office. I said, Rick, what do you think about uh, about Conan's office? He goes, you know what? I think you should get a rug here. You should get, do this. You should do this. You get an 8 by 10 whatever. He starts killing in front of Conan. Rick looks at me. He looks at Conan. He goes, I know how to get out of a laugh. Let's go. And walks out, and then Conan goes, I like that. So we hit the office. We're still talking to people. Conan comes back, right? Comes back. He already looked at me while he said that to Conan. He goes, I like him. Like, to me, as a, like, just to let me know. I like the friend. Why did he say that? Air. Break this down for people. Why? What about Rick is that he, he doesn't hold back. Yeah, he doesn't he also, hold back. It's, it, he's, he's on a lot. Yeah. Like, Rick is on. Always. 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 But that's also who he is. It's Ooh. not like you never. You're going to either love him or you're going to have a problem. Like, you, you either, but then, Rick, I didn't Rick like will him. Not, Rick will not be on, if you get to know Rick well enough, he'll, he'll, uh, 
He'll, he'll come he'll, down. He'll come down, but also if you get to know him well enough, that means he's almost going to be on with you more because he likes to be on with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He likes to have fun. Yeah, and, and he doesn't. So Conan probably respected that guy came in he never met and wasn't just like Mister. Oh man, big fair or, or just like he not, didn't do any of that shit. Yeah. He was he was straight up. Rick never changes this shit. This is the same dude when we were testing for this show when he was a waiter and I was a PA and we carpooled to it. He took ten headshots of his own and purple magic mark he wrote in the back: Rick Glassman plus Warner Brothers equals dollar sign dollar sign dollar sign and. <laughs> handed it to the president of Warner Brothers. This motherfucker doesn't care. Doesn't he goes, if he shit. thinks it's funny, he'll do it. And that's a great thing you need as a comic. And he had it. So he does that. We're outside. Conan comes back and goes to Rick, because Rick's a tall guy, and Conan's a tall guy. He goes, what size shoe are you? And Rick's like, I'm a 12. Or he says, I'm a 13. He goes, yeah. well, I got some 12s. You want to try them on? And he goes, yeah, I'll go look at them. So we come back over. Right? This is all good things from Conan. So he comes in the office. Conan hands him a pair of shoes. He looks at them. They're great shoes. In fact, I was even like, shit, really? I mean, yeah. I've worked here for three years. I've never got fucking shoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Conan goes, oh, these are great. Yes, these will fit. I'll take them. He goes, well, try these on. Try these on. And Rick's like, uh, no, 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 no. I, 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 uh, I, I, uh, no, those won't fit. I can look at them. They don't fit. And he goes, well, just try them on. And then Rick looks at Conan and goes, I got to be honest with you, Conan. I would never wear these. Hilarious. And then he goes, neither would I, but why are you spitting in my face? And so Conan <laughs> says, and then Conan immediately, and then Rick goes, listen, what other shit do you got? Like he's playing the game and Conan's smart. He's on his level. He goes, he goes, he goes, well, all right, fine. You know, and he gives him shit. He gives him, he's just fucking with him playing the game, the yes and. Yeah. Hands him like DVDs, hands, puts an Xbox Amazing. on him, puts a fucking shit. So he's holding this tray of shit. He hands me like some weird hat and like an Irish jersey I don't need, which I have, which he let <laughs> me keep. That's the thing. Conan Incredible. doesn't say, hey, the bit's over, give it back. He yeah, goes, no, yeah. take it. Yeah, yeah. So now we're standing in the door frame. Fucking Rick is holding all this shit with the shoes, all this stuff. I'm holding the thing. And, and, and Conan goes, uh, I know what's going to happen. You guys are going to have a hit show. And we're on the lot, too. He goes, and we're going to be in a pinch and need a guest. I'm going to call on you guys, and you're not going to be here. You're not going to be here because you're going to be doing Leno. This one, Leno was doing his thing. Oh, like shit. He's making a joke about yeah, it. Yeah. And fucking uh, Rick goes, <laughs> never met Conan before. Looks at him holding the free shit and goes, dude, Leno's funny, man. <laughs> and he goes, and he came from stand-up, so you know he earned it. I'll see you later, Conan, 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 like that. And he goes, he goes get out of my office. And like, but literally, like, Whoa. walks away, and Conan looks at me and goes, "I like him. You can bring him around." Like that Holy. to me, like, a, like that was the. I like, would the never thing. have the balls to do any of that. Yeah, man. but he knew. They both knew. He knew the game. He yeah. knew what was going on. That's exactly what you said. Rick also didn't care. Yeah, and Conan also doesn't give a shit. And he also was like, "That's fucking funny. That's the funniest thing you say in that moment when Conan O'Brien hands you a bunch of free shit when he's literally Let passing pictures with him on Time Magazine and shit." <laughs> And this no-name actor is going, dude, Leno's funny, man. <laughs> and, and he, he, and he came from stand-up. So you know he earned it. I'll see you later, Conan. Conan. Fucking up his name like, on the way out. And he literally was like, I like that guy. And he immediately was like, that guy's funny. Dude, and that's amazing, man. That was like, that's, that's one of the best things about Conan, too, dude. If it's funny, he's fucking in. How much um, from the show? We didn't talk about this last time we were on, but like, have you... And also now, because the show's been on for, yeah. uh, what, a month? Yeah, about, yeah. How, what... I'm just super curious because... Uh, I've known you for what five, six years. Yeah, yeah. And uh, how the people, um, you know, you see the people who are supporters of you as you go along, but you're uh, like friends from back home or um, people you've known out here that have co- like, I guess the people that come out of the woodworks. Like you hear about it from every, yeah. you know, I heard some interview with Denzel about uh, two months ago where they were asking questions like, and he was like, "Man, all these people are hitting me up for money right now, and they've been doing it for like the last five years," but like. You gotta go, by the way. Oh no! One second. <laughs> I was just thinking that we both are texting and just dead air. Everybody's like, "What the fuck just happened?" 
This would be the most infamous podcast in the world if we both died. And they're like, what the fuck happened? They were killed. They were murdered. It was was so quiet. I would hope that my roommate Dave would export the file into iTunes and post it, you know? As we come in. Do you want to go now? Oh, we can go. It's been, it's been an hour. Let's finish it up, yeah. and then we'll roll out. Here's how I want to finish it up. <clears throat> you and I are both... I sent you an email earlier, all right? Yes. You and I are both sing in our acts. We both came from a singing yeah, background. Yeah, yeah. We love to sing. Uh, and I, uh, I got a song that I think you know of, and I think this is a great way to close it out. Okay. Because I don't think you and I have... We've jokingly duetted, and you and Adam Devine and I... Remember when we joked about going on stage and doing a fucking We're still acapella? Do it. When he's done doing everything in the world that's great, <laughs> then w- when he comes back... <laughs> And decides to be like, you know what? I don't want to be a movie star anymore. Then we'll fucking, we'll have them and we'll do the improv. People will love it, man. If we're ever all on the same show, come to the fucking improv on Hollywood. Because what's going to happen at the end of that show is going to change your life. It's going to change your life. Here's what I'm talking about. And this is, you know the song, um, uh, Love You, I Can Love You Like That by All For One, right? Yeah, once I hear it, I will. Okay. I'm going to start it off. And you're going to come in based on, uh, um, once I, I, I'm going to start singing. (laughs) <laughs> okay, okay. I love that. That's how you got to do it. Yo, I'm going to start singing. All right, here we go. You know this song, right? All right. Oh, so, shit. <laughs> so even if you don't know it, you can improvise. But I'm going to give the first few yeah. verses, and I'll point to you when to come in. Cinderella, you hoped it would come true, and one day a prince charming would come rescue you. You like romantic movies, and you never will forget the way it felt when Romeo kissed Juliet. Oh no, you know something worse, and I don't know exactly how this Oh, I thought you were, I thought we were going to go. <laughs> Move heaven and earth. You were my girl. You I would give you girl. my heart. Give you my heart. Be all that you need. Be Show you your everything, everything that's precious to me. If you give me a chance. Give him a chance. I can love you like, like I can love you like that. I never make a promise I don't intend to keep. So when I say forever, forever is what I mean. Well, (laughs) Well, I swear this much is true. I'll be holding nothing back when it comes to you. Oh, there's something else these words aren't in my head, but what I'll say is I just love you, baby. I can love you like that. I'm making my world. I'm making my world, man. You know what this is? This is like this is like with the band, like when they fucking were train wrecking, where the people went to the concert and they're like, dude, they're fucking, they dude, don't even I know was... the words anymore. They're not even trying. Wait, this is the best. This is my favorite part of the whole song. Ready? Here it is. Ready? I can love you like that. You love you like that. Love you like that. You want tenderness. 
tenderness. I've got tenderness. Ooh. <laughs> hey, <don't> say- <laughs> oh, God. Ooh, ooh, if you tenderness. want a man who will understand, understand. <laughs> you don't have to look very far. Yeah, I love oh, you like that. Oh, man. Kill it up high, man. Ooh, ooh. Oh, can I tell yeah. you something? The part when I got to, uh, 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 if uh, if you want a man that can yeah, understand, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in the car pulling this up, right? Uh, while I was driving, hey, being <laughs> safe on the road, and I, was, safety. and I was singing it, and I looked over to my side, and I was hitting it hard, of like course, singing of hard. Course. Of course. Think about singing your hardest uh-huh. to yourself. 100%. And I looked over and a girl staring right at me. And I committed. I just fucking like, I could have stopped and been like, and like laughed and made a face. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, ah, yeah. you got me. Yeah. But I just kept singing to her and I pointed to her out of the course. window. You have to. stoplight. That's fucking beautiful. What's your go-to song in the car when you're singing? And then we'll wrap this up. If you're trying, if you're if you're feeling good, you walk out of an audition, oh, you crush the undateable testing audition. You're heading home. You're looking forward to some sort of uh, email. Ah, from a, Can I from tell a you my girl, biggest problem? And you just saw it here. Is I don't like. It's very like very f- impotence. I don't wait a minute. <laughs> There's not many shows. Shows many songs. <laughs> I don't know words a lot. Like, like, no, for I real. I guess like, you've been Brett Morin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. MB- no, what? No, but literally, like, my big thing is, like, what I kill it at the most, yeah. instrumentals, and I get in the car, and I just I flow. That's it. Either you rap or sing. I love it, dude. I literally just sit there, and I just, I'd rather just make something up, and I just sit there, and I record everything. And, and Chris then, hates that. Oh, he hates it. He hates it. Dude, music, it's like, have you had a, a I love that shit. So rapping has just always been. It's not even just rapping. Watch. Do this. Watch. I'll show you exactly what I do. I give you a okay? beat. Yeah, yeah. You give you me a beat? Give me a beat. Watch. What kind of a beat? You want like a... Anything. Like a, it doesn't matter. You... Well, don't do that one because that's like, you know, that's like, that's like weird 90s shit that didn't work. <laughs> By the way, that was me eight years ago at a party to the one guy that was like, yo, give me a beat. And I was like, I got you. He's like, not you, man. He's like, cool. All right. Why don't I just pull up a beat for you? You want that? Sure. How about this? Is that a beat? Or is that the actual it's the song? It's man by Aloe Black. Yeah, but is it the instrumental? Nope, but you can have this and then I'll just pick it up. You could tell everybody. You could tell everybody. No, I need Here, like I'll a do, beat. I'll though. do the instrumental, ready? Yeah. Bam, 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 bam. Whoa, whoa, watch, watch, watch. Just go like that. Uh, watch, it's a simple. Watch, watch what can I do. Do a clap? Just, no, go like, go like, uh, fuck. Any kind of clap, any rhythm, any rhythm. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, okay, watch this. Phone, tell me why I would tell you no. It's okay to stay this low. Well, I say I am done. You could tell me why. It's okay to stay by my side. I am made of gold. I am made of gold. I am made of gold. Oh, oh. Well, I want to wait for it. Hell, I needed you to try. Wait alone because there's nothing left for me to ever try. And in my own mind, I want to tell you what I like. There's nothing left for me 
to say except the reason why I fight. Every day is understanding. I don't care enough for love, but it make me do what I would do. There's nothing left to thumb. And I could say there's nothing left for me to say to you. But I wait for this to go again. I know that I was true. And if you wanted me to love it, maybe I'm the only one you wanted. This is why I'm good at this. I got it because I'm never done. It's why the fuck I'm only here. You wanted me to steer. It's clear. And if you got enough for me to something, well, I fall down now. And I say I'm done. I will say I'm done. I will say I'm done. Well, I know you want what I made. You love me now. Cause I don't want to tell you that I'm making you done. I don't want to say I'm done. I don't want to say I'm done. I don't want to say I'm done. Well, I am. Yo, y'all going up to the club with some gummy bears. Trying to figure out how I'm going to shave my pubic hairs. Getting home at 8 o'clock. But then my buddy left the door unlocked. So then I called up the landlord. Said, give me a number. She yep. said, number. I said, what time is it? Got some uh, tequila in the fridge. Got some ham on the lower fridge. <laughs> well, well, I say I'm done. Say I'm done. Well, I'm falling down. I would say I'm done. I don't care enough. Maybe you will. Well, I will wait again when you could try. And I don't want to tell you that I'm over. Well, well, I don't want to say I'm done. Well, I don't want to say I'm done. Well, I don't want to say I'm done. Well, oh, 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 So that shit I do. Oh, man. Oh, dude. You got to put out a fucking album, man. Well, we'll see what happens, man. I still pursue pursue that ship we'll see dude that's amazing <laughs> dude i'm so glad that uh oh, greatest sh- podcast ever uh, <laughs> fucking shit Yo, brent that's amazing um fuck i have to go we gotta close this out go. uh watch yeah. undateable thursdays nbc nine eight central please do we got two more weeks maybe something coming up is gonna be fucking great uh jesus brent whatever <laughs> just watch the fucking thing yeah there's better it's on Hulu. online might be on netflix you'll see it keep watching it tweet about it talk about it because we want to uh, tour dates brentmorton.com also understand this too if you watch that show and we come back, understand that all your favorite comedians will end up on this fucking show. Okay? I've talked to the, the guy who ran the show, and this is something that we're hoping happens. Is that This is a show that can go 100 episodes. You'll see all your favorite comics doing fucking crazy shit. Am I one of them? I've yes. tweeted twice to Bill Lawrence. He's hit I'm me I'm telling back you right off the bat. You're going to see man. Adam. You're going to see all these people, all these friends on this fucking show. You'll see him. You'll see Divine. You'll see fucking, oh, hopefully, Larry King and Conan. Uh, the point is, is like it's a fun environment. It's a playhouse, and we have a weird fucking in time and follow follow Please brent Moore on twitter at brent Morn. uh he's on instagram he's on facebook he's on brentmorn.com uh hey man thanks for coming by to do this thank you dude. you're the best fun as shit yeah bye <laughs> if you like listening to comedy try watching it on the internet the folks behind the sideshow network have launched a new youtube channel called wait for it It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleichinger, Schleichinger. I've been friends with her for 10 years. One of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you.